Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. Hey, extreme sports are big. Have you ever heard of extreme grilling? David Joachim has, and I'll tell you how to do it in his book, Mastering the Grill. You could just rent a party grill. That's the easiest way to do it. From Taylor Rental or any of these rental places that, uh, you know, they have big party grills with spit setups with a motorized rotisserie. And it's basically an oversized version of the rotisserie you'd find on a nice gas grill. Electric? Electric motor, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So it's all automated. You set up a charcoal fire in the, in the fire box, which is essentially a table. It's a table grill uh, with a depth of maybe three, four inches. And you light your coals in there. You can put on some wood chunks or chips for smoke. And the tying of the animal to the spit rod is, is somewhat elaborate because it's a heavy animal, especially if you're doing, let's say, a pig or a baby lamb. Even this, you know, this animal is going to weigh uh, about 30, 40 pounds. So, and so what do you mean? Give us a tip about how to tie it to the... Best way to do it is to tie the backbone right to the spit rod. And I use metal twine for that. I just use, uh, you know, thin, thin metal. And you'd get a roll of metal from a hardware store and poke it through the skin right around the spine and and right around the spit rod at the same time and essentially tie it on, pull it with a pair of pliers until it's tight, and then do the same thing with the forelegs and hind legs. You tie those to the spit rod as well. That secures it so it doesn't spin as the rotisserie rotates. And you say, you know, obviously you need a whole day for this. This is not something that you're going to do, you know, last minute, obviously. Yeah, this is a project. This, and, is, this is a project, just like the turducken. That's a, that's a project as well. And how long <laughs> does something like that, like a, a whole pig, a whole uh, baby lamb take? How long are we looking at for the cooking time, actually? Uh, for a baby lamb, you're looking at about five hours, five, five to six hours, yeah. And you said there's a natural marriage of garlic, rosemary, lemon. Yeah, this is a fairly common uh, flavoring for lamb, uh, the rosemary and garlic flavoring. And this is inserted into little holes that you make all over the skin and meat of the uh, of the lamb. And you just insert this garlic, rosemary, salt, pepper mixture right in there. A little bit of lemon also. Uh, we cut up the lemons and put them right into the cavity. And when you sew the cavity shut, those are inside as well with some fresh rosemary sprigs. And uh, as they get batted around in there, when the, the lamb rotates, it also flavors the meat, too. Is it totally different doing uh, roasting a pig versus doing a lamb? I mean, is it same principles or anything else that you should know about that's going to be a little different? Same principles, slightly different scale if you're doing a mature pig. If you're doing a suckling pig, you can do that right on a grill. Actually, if you have a large grill um, where you can turn off some of the burners and use indirect heat, then you can do that on a, on a big super grill, like a six or eight burner grill. You could put a suckling pig on that. Um, a mature pig, you could put right on the spit, just like we described with the lamb. And it would take a little bit longer depending on the weight. Um, what you want to do here, though, is spread out the coals underneath the animal so they're not directly under it. Uh, you want to put the highest heat by the toughest muscle. That's, that means the shoulders and the hips. So if you, can, if, you have, if you have four piles of charcoal, that's the best way to think of it, four piles of charcoal matching the, the, the two shoulders and the two uh, haunches, that's the, that's the way to go. I think people are like scared to death to give this a shot. I mean, I just think that this is so intimidating. And how do you get them over that fear that... Well, we have a lot of recipes in the book for everyday weeknight grilling. And the book is is, is actually really... Um diverse in that way. So if you don't want to make those big elaborate recipes, there's nothing pushing you there. But some people have been grilling for a long time and they're looking for a new thrill. They're looking for a new challenge. And maybe they have a big barbecue party coming up. They need to feed a lot of people. The best way to do it is to get one big piece of meat because you don't want to be slapping a bunch of steaks on or a bunch of burgers on and have to tend them and turn them and check doneness for everything. One big piece of meat solves the problem.